This is GamerCast episode 367, Heart of Grimrock. This is the show recorded on the 27th of January, 2014. Yeah, I'm your host, my name's Paul, and join me this week as always is Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> Catherine, otherwise known as Kathleen in some games. In some games. Yeah, uh, sometimes. If Catherine isn't appropriate or Cat isn't appropriate. Yes, Catherine is not an appropriate name. Well, I don't know if you're playing like a fantasy style game, is it? Catherine's a bit too modernised sounding, isn't it, don't you think? Not modern. Don't you think? It's a pure old fashioned name. I know it's, a, I know it's an old fashioned name. But it's, you know... Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't feel appropriate in playing a fantasy-style game, if you ask me. Now, Nibble. That's where Kathleen came from. Uh, so what's happening? Um, I spent the weekend doing the game jam, like I do every now and again. And oh my god, look, we're doing Gamercast, even though I'm sure in the previous years we have done this, we haven't done an episode the day after. Yeah, what a shame. Because usually I don't have the time to do the show notes, but I managed to do it today. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> um, otherwise, not a huge amount. Um, popped to a Focus Home thing last week. That was cool. Got to see some upcoming Focus Home games. Um, otherwise, that's kind of it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shall I get on with the news? Yeah, you carry on. Okay, um, so news this week, um, an announcement that surfaced from... I didn't know surfaced paste in. from the deep! From the kind of focus home event in a way, I suppose, um, is that a game called Styx Masters, Master of Shadows was announced. Um, so Styx is a character from a game called... Orcs and Men, or of Orcs, orcs and Men. Orcs and Ladies. Orcs and Men, uh, which is a game that came out last year, uh, which was a strategy role-playing stealth game. Uh, but the stealth was a little bit iffy in it, but otherwise, um, I mean, Charlotte played it. it had a, she enjoyed the game, it had a nice story, and she liked the universe it was saying. And now they're releasing a game within the same universe, and you play as Styx, who is one of the characters in the game, who is a little goblin guy who is hundreds of years old, or 200 years old, um, and he's a master in the arts of stealth, theft, and murder. So he's a thieving little goblin. Um, and so this is a stealth game. What? I don't like goblins. Is there a way we can rename him? Rename him or recast him? Remake him. Remake him. Well, sadly, he's a, you know, I think goblins are a bit more stealthy than massive hulking orcs. Because, you know, an orc can, like, smash stuff. But not necessarily... In what universe? In this universe. Orcs are massive in this. Like, the it, the thing with Orcs and Men was nice because you had this little goblin guy with this massive orc. The orc was super slow and the goblin was nice and quick. So you had a nice contrast there. Wouldn't a hobbit be better? No. Hobbits exist within Lord of the Rings universe. What about Homo Florensiensis? What? Homo Florensiensis. The little man from... The island it was found. What? Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have no idea what you're talking about. You're gonna, you're gonna find out for me now and let me inform me. Um, yeah, so yeah, Sticks Master of the Shadows is a, a stealthy infiltration game uh, where you're in the shoes of a little goblin 
who's quite agile. He can jump around lots and he can sneak. So you can put him in kind of like stealth mode. Seems to, I mean, you had a stealth mode in GTA Five. I could liken it to that. Boom. Oh, okay. Otherwise, you can like run around quite quickly as guy. well. But then you make noise. Nicknamed the Hobbit. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. He's I get it now. Found on this island here. There are species of human that are like three foot tall. Uh, okay. But they've been extinct for. Seventy thousand years or something. Okay. Well, yeah, the, the specimen they've got is. Uh, Do they just find a skull? Or so, yeah. The original specimen was seventy-four thousand years old, but they have found skeletons dating as recently as thirteen thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, leprechauns. Okay. So yeah, actually, it almost looks like a goblin anyway. To be honest. Interesting. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sticks, sticks looked quite interesting because he can jump around quite a bit. Um, the game is quite vertical, so there's lots of ups and downs as opposed to making it just a horizontal game like a lot of things these days. Um, so that, I thought that was quite nice. The game itself looked really nice as well, uh, visually, and the gameplay looked interesting too. Uh, you've got like certain powers you can use with a bar, so you've got an amber bar which allows you to do certain things so he can do things like turn invisible uh, create a clone of himself and use the clone as a distraction Um, you can also whistle to create distractions and things like that so it's got normal stealth game elements um, and just mix it up a bit and you get to play as a different character for a change as opposed to a human because usually in a stealth game you'll be some kind of superhuman I sound super funky guy or something like that um I'm just really thinking Deus Ex here, but yeah. So it looks cool. Um, we'll have a preview up on the website soon. Um, but otherwise, I think it's looking really interesting. It's supposed to be out the third quarter of this year on Windows. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because it just seemed quite different and interesting. I like that. Um, next up, Blackguard. So Blackguard was supposed to come out this week or the end of this week. It actually came. Out a lot sooner than it was supposed to. It came out back on Wednesday last week. Um, but there's a demo that you can download. Uh, it actually came out, I think, before the game came out. It came out around the actual si- same time as the game, which was cool. Um, so you can download a demo. It's like a. Don't do that. A tactical combat. Tactical combat game. <laughs> Almost role playing, but not really. I don't think. Um, we'll have a. I think we're supposed to be having a review on the website at some point soon. Yeah, I looked at the screenshot and I thought it was a bit different to something else. What, what game are we talking about? Blackguards. Uh, you can get it on uh, Windows and Macintosh on Steam. Steam. Uh, hi, Gabe. Gabe. Um, Hearts of Iron 4 has been announced. Uh, this is... Hence the title. Yeah, hence the title. Uh, this is, of course, in the long-running Hearts of Iron series. Uh, have you ever played them? No, you haven't. Um, the most authentic real-time simulation of World War Two to date, apparently. Yeah, but judging what a lot of the other games are like, that's not mm. really saying much. Period, accurate armies, vehicles and weapons... What about coming in here? It's with the units with a range of 10 metres. Mm. Um, diplomatic and trade tactics, however, are a big emphasis on the game. and you can So what, has it got a like campaign-style map as well? Sounds like it. 
Um, I don't have any dates. Uh, there's not a huge amount of details on it because it was only announced last week at a Paradox interactive convention in... I think I read it was in Miami, did I? Miami. Yeah, in Miami. Um, uh, they've released a trailer, though, that you can watch on the website, which is an announcement trailer that Paul has opened right now. We're not playing that. Are you moaning about their website? Is that what you were doing? You were scaling it? Oh, no, I was just resizing it to make it bigger to see. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, they've announced that. Uh, no details of dates, new features. There's not or, really screenshots on the website. Or time periods. No, there's only a... They just announced it. Where are the screenshots? Well, I bet there's not even any gameplay shown in the trailer. It's a minute long and it's a teaser. See? They also, like, they also announced another game as well, which I'm going to mention after the next bit that I'm talking about. Um, and they didn't really show any stuff in that either. Pointless. It's a teaser. That's what teasers are. Teaser trailer. They tease things. They'll show then a, a real announcement later on. Um, so yeah. No other announcements on that. But it's been announced generally. Um, Europa Universalis 4 has had a... Uh, expansion, which is its second expansion, uh, announced. Which so is I'm confused. Do they mean Europa is in Europe or Europa is in the moon? Uh, is this Europe. a space game or your Europe game? Europe. Okay. No, it's not, it's not in space. Sorry, Paul. I know you'd like it to be, but it's not. I like space. <laughs> um, Wealth of Nations uh, is the name of it. Second one. Uh, new features to the game focusing yeah, on trade. I suppose the subtitle sort of gives it away, really. Mm. Including the Although ability. the universe bit still makes it seem like space. <laughs> um, including the ability to secretly provoke uh, trade conflicts, hire pirates to steal goods from competitors, um, Jack Sparrow, eh? establish the East India Company, and create a bustling trade capital for your nation. Uh, it'll feature. Uh, you can act covertly to instigate trade conflicts. Oh, these are basically just longer details of what I just said anyway um yeah um no official date other than second quarter of this year uh, but for anyone who's picked up the first game or the first expansion uh, there's another expansion on the way uh, Paradox also announced Rune Master so this is another game they announced at their convention um I watched the trailer for it it's mainly teasery but actually shows in game stuff so it had like uh, high up views and stuff like that and then you, at, right at the end of the trailer you saw a guy running and that was it um, run, Forest, run! But what it is, it's an RPG. Rock's coming. It's a role-playing game set in a fantasy realm. I need to crash that. Based on uh, Norse mythology. Norse, eh? A bunch of mad dafties. Mm. Uh, procedural maps and quests uh, help ensure that no two playthroughs will be the same. Um, and yeah. I think that sounds cool. Um, Shard's guessing it's an isometric RPG. It's kind of hard to tell just because they're just show, having a you know a camera going over an environment right now from a far off distance. So it could be from that or it could not. Um, but I think it'll quite interesting. It's pretty. But if it doesn't have Homo Florence Man in it, what's he, the point? He's not in anything, is he? Is he in any games you play? Is he? Is he? He's in the Lord of the Rings games. <laughs> Um, so yeah, remaster. No dates or anything announced for that, or like of course showing All gameplay right. itself as opposed to environment. Um, so I imagine they will release some more details soon. 
um, based on the title of this week's show, Legend of Grimrock 2 has been announced. Um, So Legend of Grimrock came out last year, I think it was. Um, So they've... Oh, well, they've given some... I think actually maybe it was already announced. Um, They've released new screenshots and a list of features for the sequel. Uh, There's screenshots showing the Isle of Nex, where the events of uh, the second game take place. A secluded island far away from civilization, where you... where the protagonist group of prisoners uh, end up against their will and you have to fight monsters uh, more deadlier intelligent monsters so they made them harder new puzzle solving mechanics exploring dark woods misty swamps underground tunnels ancient ruins um, spell casting posting, potion, posting potion crafting system has been completely redesigned and replaced with a new perk buy system that allows you to uh, develop your characters um I suppose more to your liking. Uh, new spells and over 100 new items, as well as a new playable race called the Rattling, as well as a new character class. And um, they also recently had a, well, a new Kickstarter finish as well, which was for Legend of Grimrock the series, uh, which is an officially licensed live action series from Wayside Creations. Um, so they're hoping to create something which you can sit down and watch instead of sit down and play. Uh, Legend of Grimrock 2 is coming out on Windows and Macintosh in 2014. No official dates or months or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so that's cool because Legend of Grimrock actually did quite well. People quite enjoyed it. Battling giants now and stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy 14: A Realm Reborn uh, has been given a release date for on PlayStation 4. So it was of course already out on PC and PlayStation 3. Um, and it's officially coming out on 14th of April for PlayStation 4. Uh, you can pre-order... I know, I saw you've got hip- hippos up. What's with the hippos? He's hung- He's hungry. Oh, he's a pygmy hippo. They're quite cute. He's cute. The one left's cute. Just talking about hippos, you know. Aww. I bet they couldn't, you know, smash you up as easily as a giant hippo would. What do you think they could? No, they're like this big, aren't oh, they? Okay, I'm going to stop talking... Well, looking at hippos. It's your fault. Um, hey, I got linked to it from Homo Florensis. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, Realm Reborn. Um, there are pre-order pre-order bonuses such as early access um, and two in-game items if you pre-order the game. There's also a limited PS4 collection which will be released on the same day that has seven special items. Quarter size and of a normal hippo. If you had a PS3 version, uh, if you were playing it on the PS3, you can transfer, I guess, your characters from. Yeah, from the PS3 version to the PS4 version. Uh, you can also use all your existing data as well. Um, there's transfer schedules starting from the 11th of April. Um, and details of how to transfer will be revealed at a later date. Uh, but once you transfer over to the PS4 version, you can no longer play it on the PS3 version. So I guess you'd have to have a set up a new account and stuff like that. Um, if you do have or want to play both versions, you just purchase a new PS4 version, they say. And if you have several several accounts, you can transfer all of them to the PlayStation 4. Uh, Collection has a fancy box, an art book, um, 7th Umbral Era special movie content disc, The Warning of the Sixth Sun, and then some in-game items like a fat chocobo mount, behemoth barding, a wind-up moogle. Why do you need a wind-up moogle? Unless that's a... Follows you around or something like that. 
Uh, you also get the soundtrack, an art card set, and a themed security token. So that's like a, an authenticator thing, because uh, they've set those up for it as well, because of people hacking accounts and whatnot. Um, you can, of course, also just buy the standard edition of the game. Um, but yeah, same rules as the uh, PS3 version. It's a subscription-based game. If you're buying it straight off on PS4, you will get 30 days free subscription. Otherwise, uh, it's the usual 7.69, which is a weird price. Um, I think is it per account they charge? I can't remember that. Um, yeah, you can also get digital upgrades as well if you wish. Um, so that's cool. Next up, I thought I'd give a brief mention to a game that got announced called Loading Human, which sounds kind of interesting. Um, it's a virtual reality adventure game um, which claims to be Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind meets Monkey Island in virtual reality. So it's a game that supports Oculus Rift um, as an adventure game, first person view. And it's quite interesting. I looked at a few screenshots that they've got on the website um, and I thought I'd give it a mention. I imagine it's going to be full of puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, but it's nice to see things being announced for release. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out on Windows and Macintosh later this year. Um, and it'll be also playable with a standard monitor and a supported motion-based controller if you don't have an Oculus Rift headset whenever they're coming out. Um, also, it's set in a sci-fi world. So I guess that just means in the future. Uh, but you take on the role of Andre Gibson, a writer. I wonder if that's because of... Um, a writer who is forced to relive his memories in order to be successfully transferred into a robot body and reunite with his wife, Michelle. Sounds interesting. Um, I'm going to probably keep an eye on that. Uh, next up, Zombie Driver HD. So this was released on XBLA last year, I think. Um, sadly, the publisher who published it for them and released it on XBLA, uh, Cyberfront Corporation, um have gone into liquidation and in that process it means Zombie Driver HD will be taken down um, for sale on Xbox Live Arcade of course anyone who's already oh and PlayStation Network um, at the end of January of course anyone who's already bought it has it on their account so you'll be able to re-download it again um, however XOR Studios which is E-X-O-R um, are giving away all their XBLA and PSN codes that they currently have or is it just XBLA then you mention XBLA you think they give away PSN um, giving away all the XBLA codes they have floating around in their office uh, to people to try and get the game out there a bit more. Um, so they sold, I think it was 500,000 copies or something like that. Um, and they just want more people to be able to play it just before it gets taken down. Um, okay, so they released it themselves on PlayStation Network. Um, so they had Cyberfront release it only for them on XBLA, which is why it's been taken down. Uh, but it will continue to be on Steam, PSN, the Windows Store, Ouya, and others. Uh, they're in the process of re-releasing it um, on 360 by trying to find a new partner to release it for them. Um, but in the meantime, if you go on their Facebook page, you might be able to pick up a copy for free, which is XOR Studios, or facebook.com slash XOR Studios. Um, Basement Crawl, we mentioned this two weeks ago, uh, which is a PlayStation 4 game that's coming out soon. Um, multiplayer only, Bombman meets... I can't remember what it was like. Bomb I just remember Bombman is the main um, kind of theme of it. Um, but it's got been given a release date now of January 29th in Europe. So it's coming out in a couple of days on PlayStation 4. So if you want a multiplayer game to play with your friends, you can do that. Uh, it's got... Four player local multiplayer or eight player online. 
and it will be uh, $7.99 and this, this press release has $9.99 in dollars $9.99 in euros and then $7.99 in euros $7.99 or $9.99 um, Elder Scrolls Online uh, because Bethesda do this every time they announce a game um, they've got an all star cast as they like to do with uh, Elder Scrolls games so, recent Elder Scrolls games re- oh yeah recent Elder Scrolls games sorry about um, so they've, they're announcing they've got people like John Cleese don't need Bill Nye don't need Kate Beckinsale don't need Alfred Molina don't need Michael Gambon don't need Malcolm McDowell don't need Linda Carter don't need um, and then they've also got Peter Stormare don't need Jim Ward don't need Jennifer Hale don't need she is a voice actor Jennifer Hale. I don't care no anyone can do and Kevin Michael just read the bloody lines Richardson um, so yeah they've announced a load of people that they've got get the developer voices. team to do voice actors so much easier uh, it depends if they can actually do it well though yeah, you don't want to waste to time. be honest voice actors and other people prancing about don't do it well they just it's like oh what's, what's his face oh you've just ruined the game for me now cheers oh because then you you'd link it as hey that's that actor not this is the character I'm talking about. Do we need Paul Smith? Of course they don't need Paul Smith. But the bottom line is, if I was in charge of the project, it would turn out a lot better. Um, either way, some people like hearing people. But then the one thing you could say as well is that a lot of people don't recognise actors from their voices. I do. Unless it's, you know... Oh, hi, John Luck Pickard. What the fuck are you well, doing in my I was going to say, unless it's people like Patrick Stewart or people who have like, quite a prominent voice... A lot of the time, you can't actually tell. At least, well. Oh, hey, Scene it, Bean. <laughs> what are you doing in my game? I suppose it depends on the person playing the game. If someone knows what someone's voice sounds like, they may recognise them. But otherwise, at the end of the day, some people may only recognise people from their faces. Yeah, but depends when you're like on the me person. and can't actually see, I recognise everything by hearing. You can't see. Like, I'd definitely be able to hear John Cleese, among other people. I reckon. What about that guy in Sharp? Sean Bean. Seen Bean. Ah, <laughs> uh, Seen Bean. Um, Mr. Bean. Yeah, so it's coming out, what, 2014 at some point? Elder Scrolls Online? Bean. Um, PS4, Xbox One, Windows and Macintosh. Bean. No, like... Seen Bean. No concrete date for the game yet. Oh, wait, no, there is. April 4th. Oh, wait, they put that picture yeah, up recently. big email. Yeah. I didn't get that email. That's because you're not hardcore. Oh, okay. And part of April their mailing list. April 4th for Windows and Macintosh and June 2014 for PS4 and Xbox One. No 360? It can't handle the last gen console, can it? Of course it can. Just turn the graphics down and get the designers to waste loads of time rejigging it all. For the lulls. Right, let's move along and talk about Yoshi because that's definitely last gen. Yoshi's New Island, um, just giving it a mention. The this is a upcoming new game in the uh, like Baby Mario Yoshi series. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, Paul doesn't care. Um, I like loads of people love the um, the the Yoshi's Island series, but I always preferred World. 
like Mario World or you know Yoshi's Story Yoshi's Story is the best Yoshi game there is in my eyes um, but yeah so Yoshi's New Island coming out on Nintendo 3DS it's coming out on the 14th of March uh, it's a sequel to the last one that came out on I don't know actually oh okay it's a sequel to the SNES version uh, it's a Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island uh, which had really cool box art I like the box art for it um I still preferred standard Super Mario World. And yeah, so 14th of March for anyone looking forward to a new game for their 3DS because first party titles are where it's at on Nintendo consoles. Yeah, it is. They're the best bits of them. What about uh, all the other third party games that are released? There like are some good third party games. Imagine and um, Alien Isolation and all these other games. On 3DS? Yeah. Um. Um, <laughs> Imagine Alien Isolation has <laughs> be the name of a game. I can't, Imagine what it's like. I can't think of many like third party titles on 3DS that I've purchased. Imagine most that I've bought are actually first party. Imagine Pet Detective, whatever. Imagine Pet Detective. <laughs> imagine <laughs> like you're like Ace Ventura. <laughs> um, imagine Doctor Figure Skater. Was that an Imagine game? Oh, there were loads, weren't there? Imagine. Imagine. Have they released any of those actually for the 3DS? What am I supposed to I know? I think they have. Anyways, enough I about work here. Imagine no, games. Um, Earth Defense Force 2025 has gone gold and will be available on Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, or and PlayStation 3, from February 21st. Oh, I've got a question for the chat room. Okay. The other day, I was trying to think of a 3D real-time strategy game. It was one of the very first 3D ones. It was set on the ground. It wasn't, like, in space. And with the weather system. It had a weather system, and it also had these really cool blocky tanks that would drive around. What was the name of that game? It was, it was like, pretty early on. It was probably only a couple of years after, like, you know, Red Alert. So it was sort of mid to late 90s it came out. What was it? bloody called Earth Defense Force 2025 that like rings a bell it's got a weird name with like that in it and potentially a number okay what but was it's the game not called? Earth Defense no it's not, it's not that I don't know it says the chat room we'll find out that's what you've got to do before the end of the show um, this has spurred on from me asking Paul because um, one of the games I played at the focus home thingy was a game called Ethereum which is an upcoming RTS game that has a dynamic weather system. And I was like, hmm, dynamic weather systems in RTSs. That doesn't happen that much, does it? Uh, Company of Heroes 2 had it. Um, and Paul knew there was another game, but he couldn't remember the name of it. Um, so yeah, Earth Defense Force 2025. I know I played it. I have it. Um, it's got some special mission packs and stuff uh, that will be coming out as well, which are DLC. Uh, there'll be three of them. The first one's called Special Ops and will be available on the launch day. Uh, Special Ops has five new missions for £2.39 on XBLA PSN. Uh, Mutant Rampage, which will have 20 new missions and will be £7.19 on PSN and £7.19 uh, on XBLA and £7.29 on PSN. And that's February 26th that one's out. And then Beyond Despair, which will be having 20 new missions. Oh, oh okay, there's the newer Earth one that came out as well. With the fancy box, 2120, is it? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one is which. So that is... I don't think that's it. Um, 
Beyond Despair, 20 new missions, £7.19 on XBA and £7.29 again on PS3, which will be coming out March 12th, or 21.15. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, some Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13 brief news. There is a demo available now um, if you wish to pick it up. However, on Xbox 360, demo is available for gold members now, uh, but the standard, de- uh, for, well, for silver members, you won't be able to download the demo until tomorrow, so on the 28th of January um, and then on PSN you can just download it as well um, yeah and so this is a demo of the upcoming Lightning Returns game which is available on February 11th on Xbox 360 that might be an American day February 11th I don't think the 11th sounds like a okay we think it might be 2150 <coughs> is that the one with the cool box with the flashing stars do you know what I'm talking about it's got well, the box art I've seen is this oh we don't think it was 2140 because 2140 was 2D. And then you obviously had 2160 after that, which is this box. But that's that five one. years later. 2160. I know that box. Because the special edition, they used to have it in HMV. Uh, but all the LEDs had died. Yeah, Eurasian Dynasty, that seems familiar. So I think it was this. But the screenshots, like, I don't recognise the tanks, but it might just be because they weren't in those screenshots. Hmm. Um, obviously I just build mass tanks um, and that's my strategy I don't remember these mech walkers they don't ring a bell but anyway whatever um, so yeah February yeah so February 14th is the release date for Lightning Returns (laughs) if it's got a different release date to the America America land support in uh, 2140 was IPX only remember those days when lands had IPX rather than TCP IP Madness. Um, so yeah, that's all the news for this week. Uh, down in the demo of Lightning Returns, if you like, it's got mixed reviews, well, mixed opinions from people. Um, some people love it, some people hate it. At least that's uh, like friends on my Facebook and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that is all the news. Uh, name that game wise, if you check out our Facebook page. We have a name that game on there for this week. Check it out. There's a screenshot of a Mad Daft, the old-fashioned looking game. Nobody's guessed what it is yet. You've still got about another week to guess. So if you've not done that yet, do that. Just search for GamerCast on Facebook and you'll come across our Mad Daft, the orange pixel people icon. Mm. It's that one. releases this week this week we've got a few games coming out uh, Broken Age episode 1 is one of them apparently yes so Broken Age has been available for any backers of the game who purchased the right, certain pledges um, but otherwise its official release is the 28th so it's, it's out tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, but it's only coming out on like Steam and a few other places uh, but yeah so it's officially out tomorrow this should be a finished version of the game unlike the version which backers had which was a beta version um, yeah it's the the new um, what's the term adventure game <laughs> I might still be a bit tired new adventure game from Double Fine uh, it looks lovely it's got a lovely looking art style it features voices of Elijah Wood <laughs> Great. What's Frodo Baggins doing in it? Um, I don't know. He wanted to be in it, apparently. He can jog on. He was a backer. 
I don't care if he was a backer John um, and Jack Black's in it too because he's like their oh mate God. after doing um, Brutal Legend um, so yeah Adventure Game it looks lovely uh, it's only episode one they're releasing another one later on or if they split it into three I'm not entirely sure this was a Kickstarter from back in 2012 I was a backer put my hand up I'm a backer um, I know many people who are backers as well um, and I didn't want to play the unfinished release because apparently it was very unfinished so you know what Kickstarter news yeah. the real game that was a Kickstarter game is going to rock and roll this year it's called Elite Dangerous the only game that Paul cares about oh isn't that right I'll play Legacy of the Void if we see it this year which might not uh, next up as well we've got the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition this is the PC release on the Xbox One and the PS4 um, but just with some funkier stuff done to it so it's a PC re- release because they've got their Trez FX fanciness um, on her hair so her hair moves around a bit more realistically um, they've also changed Lara's model and redone environments and stuff like that um, so if you didn't pick up Tomb Raider on last gen platforms you can now pick it up is the time to pick it up on the current gen platforms and then finally we've got Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3 Full Blast so this is so Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3 was already released uh, and Full Blast is like uh, Mad Dancy times 10 adding stuff to it and making it look nicer um, so it's coming out on Xbox 360 PlayStation 3 and PC I watched a trailer beforehand which shows like comparisons of cutscenes from the previous release and full bursts release and I mean you could tell differences but I wasn't sure actually it would look better in my eyes um, but I was just watching a very small thing I hadn't put it full screen um, but yeah otherwise it's got additional characters um, it's a director's cut so it has lots of new content and story-wise content, 100 new missions, 38 additional costumes. Um, apparently it's also got extreme immersion. Extreme. Extreme immersion. Um, Ninja Storm is the fighting game series uh, where visually it looks just as good as, say, the anime series and it plays like it. Plays like you'd expect, like their fights to play out as well. And then he plays this weird new guy called Kabuto, who's like this snake dude. At least that's what I got from the trailer. Kabuto? Yeah, you'd think he was a Pokemon and was like a little shell guy who was a. I think he was a giant giant. See, you say Kabuto to people and people think different things. I'm thinking. I think Citizen Kabuto. I was going to say, you're thinking Citizen Kabuto. Um, But yeah. So. Giants, what an awesome game. So we've actually got like a whole range of games coming out. One PC only, one next gen and one last gen. I think we might actually have to get some games out going on. What, I mean, giants? granted, I will have to probably give people copies of it. <gasps> Breaking copyright law, but you know what? Well, you like that game, don't you? I've got like, I have like three <coughs> copies of it anyway. I bought it. I got a copy bundled with my graphics card. You've got a copy. Right, we're going to have a Giants Marathon at some point. I don't have it on PS2, though. It came out on PS2, didn't it? Yeah, that was a really great version of it. <laughs> like, so one, of the, it one of the most technically advanced PC games at the time. Vast, open expanses of environment not seen ever before in a first-person slash third-person shooter. And now they're going to try and port it to the PS2. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. It's not that easy to find. Maybe it didn't do too well on PS2. It probably didn't do very well on PS2. It attracted a lot of PC audience because it was... I was attracted to it because it was a good-looking game. I was like, yeah, this thing's Not because of the silly story and everything. 
No, that's what you discover when you yeah, play the game. because you're like, wow, this game looks amazing. Wow, this a, game but then it's the same as Morrowind. I was attracted to Morrowind because it had Diet X8 shader effects on the water. I was like, oh man, the water looks incredible. The rest of the game looked pretty crap. <laughs> but those shader effects on the water, I have to download and play this. Uh, and then a year later, I was just like hooked on it. If only I could delete all my memories and replay it as a noob. You haven't had any games like that for a while, have you, that brought you towards them because of what they support or what they do? Doom 3, obviously. That was a, a real-time rate yeah, of shadows. Yeah, but recently, recently. That was a while ago, Doom Recently, 3. no, because graphics have stagnated in the PC area. I suppose you got Crisis, you've, didn't you, you've when got, it came out, and Far Cry when it came out. I didn't even get Far Cry, to be honest. Oh, did you not? I thought we played it in... I oh, know, actually, that was Crisis. Well, I might have played it, but Crisis was like... Like, Far Cry came out too close to, like, Doom. And, like, Half-Life 2, didn't it? And those were those were franchises that I'd already played, so I stuck with those. Far Cry was high on my list of games to have, but I wasn't willing to buy it. Crisis, however, tipped the ball over, because, you know... And I was like, okay, I'm getting that. Physics on the trees, I can shoot the trees down, a la Predator blowing the crap out of John. <laughs> so that's like that was the reason I got Crisis, and obviously even now Crisis One is still. Was Crisis you know, moddable? Yeah. Do you reckon anyone made a Predator know, mod? I don't know to what extent. But do you think anyone made a Predator mod? They should have done. Just like have the minigun and. And it's not all the trees were destructible. Ah, uh, just certain ones. Most of them were. So in the sort of areas that were put together more by hand with big trees like the big trees you can destroy it was like the little sort of Spitty jungle ones, yeah. bushy tropical trees uh, but yeah I don't really get attracted to games for graphics because they're all bland and look the same now oh. and the trouble is graphics have taken a turn for the worse I think with extra you know post-processing effects and everything which cover up how bad the game actually looks like it Let's add motion blur to this to hide the fact that our textures are low resolution. Like, even now, very rarely do I see textures as high res as the Quake 3 textures. Some of those walls in Quake 3 had ridiculously high resolution textures. Granted, they were really repetitive. Um, well, and that's you, why. Well, yeah. They would have repeated them because they were so expensive. But... <laughs> Um, you also had like really amazing textures, like Halo One. You had the grass on the ground. I mean, when I looked down, yeah, if you look at it now, crashing though. on the planet, I was like, "Oh my god, this grass looks amazing!" And looking you know what? Now, Over yeah. there, there's a bit of 3D grass sticking up. Wow! And then Oblivion came out, and oh my god, this 3D grass sticking up everywhere. I have to play this game. And Skyrim was like, it's a bit of a bland environment. I mean, it looks alright, but it's bland and boring and bleak. No offence, yeah, I don't like that kind of stuff. People like bleak. Yeah, but it doesn't look nice. Mm. It's not a place I want to be. <laughs> you know, if playing that game it has to be like the summer, I feel really cold. <laughs> chilly. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, post-processing effects to hide how bad things look and motion blur and all these, and lens flare effects and all this nonsense. If I'm playing a game first person, I'm not viewing it through a fucking camera. Get rid of the fucking lens effects. And like Battlefield 4, I was playing the other day. Hmm. And yes, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic looking game. But why is there dirt over what looks like the lens I'm looking through? If, if my eyes were dirty, I would clean them. 
If you had dirt on your eyes, you wouldn't be able to keep them open. You'd be constantly blinking. But it's like, why are you trying to make it look like a film? It's supposed to be a first-person immersive game where I'm playing as a character. And there's this big... And people just need to drop it. And stop with all the weird motion blurriness and all the things that just make it look bad. Because you should have... Every single point in the frame on a computer game, first-person, should be in focus. Because as the player, I might, might want to look at any of those things. And obviously in real life, if I look at things, the cupboard is now in focus. My cup of my mug of Xbox 360ness is now in focus. My Skyrim map is now in focus. Yeah, if you're looking at it. Yeah, but the thing is, on the game, I can look at anything on that scene. And yet, oh gee, we're going to have that blurred out because you should be looking at this. Fuck off, I'll look at whatever I want. So unfortunately, there's a big disconnect between me and a lot of retards who think they know how to make a game. When they have bad low-res textures and try and hide it by wasting CPU cycles and GPU cycles making the scene look blurry. That's what I have to say about that. Okay. I liked parts of Skyrim, says the chat room. Yeah, some bits of Skyrim were really nice. The area around Whiterun I actually quite liked. Some of the mountains I liked, but, you know, it's, it's not Crisis. It's not Oblivion, where it's really nice and you're like, wow, this looks really nice and the sun is bright and blah blah blah. You know, it looked grim. It's like looking outside in the winter. It's like, uh, mm, <laughs> great. I mean, yeah, it might look cool for a little while, but it's like uh, the same thing over and over and over again. Some people like. I mean, obviously, that. some of the caves and stuff in Skyrim, which had actual, you know, plants and stuff. Oh my god, a plant! How I've missed you. Winterhold sucked. Yeah, Winterhold was really bland and boring. But then he also disagreed with the uh, Dwarvish City, whatever it's called. I can't read my map from here. But the Dwarvish City I disagreed with. Where is it? Uh, over on the western side. What? Marker? Yeah, Marker. Marker? Uh, it was like... Marker? I was just like, no, this totally goes against all the, like, the Elder Scrolls lore about these places like being hidden. And now we're actually living in one of these cities? Don't be stupid. But anyway, that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, do name that game because someone needs to do it. <laughs> someone needs to do it. Um, yeah, don't forget to check out Broken Age if you haven't looked at it at all because the game looks absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. I'll be playing it. See you down. When i got time. Bye.